From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we discuss the impact of morning sex on your marriage and how it can become a valuable resource in your relationship. And there's an anonymous quote that says, every morning starts a new page in your story. Make it a great one today. I like that. I like that because as we're talking about morning sex, it's something to think about. But, you know, here at One Extraordinary Marriage, we start each show with a hug. But for those of you that are brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage show and you're like, Elisa, what's this hug thing that you're talking about? And first off, welcome to the show. We're honored and blessed to have you part of the one family. So however you found us or whoever shared it with you, tell them thank you. And so absolutely, we're so grateful to have you here. And like I was saying, if you don't know what a hug is, a hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone who has seen transformation in their marriage or maybe hope restored. And this week's hug comes from an email that we received after the one conference, which we did a couple of weeks ago. And this wife says, my husband and I were reflecting on the conference on our way home today, and we wanted to share the highlights. Your conference far exceeded our expectations. I personally know how hard it is to put on an event like this with original content and meaningful handouts. So much work. Mm -hmm. And you did all this and then got up in front of us to bear a bit of your souls for our benefit. Truly extraordinary. Mm. We really needed this event for our marriage. The tools we took away are immediately actionable and your stories and the stories from the other couples were so real, so relatable. It's good to know we aren't alone in the struggles. It also opened doors to conversations we've needed to have. Right on. My husband's best moment was Elisa's section on forgiveness. Mm -hmm. It was so powerful and really hit home. My best moment was the live coffee break. This took out all the mystery and demonstrated that we can do this and make it a part of our weekly routine. In fact, we did our first one this morning at the airport. Thank you both for sharing your Saturday with us, helping us repair our marriage and challenging us to really invest in our relationship and also those around us. Conference was five stars for sure. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And for all of you who were unable to attend the inaugural one conference, don't worry. We are working on it right now for next year. We're hoping to put on two events in two different locations. So we'll keep you, uh, we'll keep you updated and we are going to be ready to rock and roll and see you at them. Absolutely. And, you know, as Tony said at the top of the show, we're talking about how morning sex can become a really valuable resource, right? And the impact that it has on your marriage. And, and it's so interesting because I have no idea. Like, I wish I could find where it, you know, it got put in concrete that couples, married couples have sex at night in the dark. Well, I was trying to, when we were putting this together, I was trying to think like in our own marriage. Mm hmm. How long was it before morning sex even became part of our own repertoire of putting it in there? Like, I can't even imagine, I can't even think about the early years because there's no way that happened. So we were the, that couple who was, sex was in the evening, after everything was done, in the dark, when we're beat tired. 
I mean, I would easily say the first decade of our marriage. And for those of you that are brand new and, and you don't know how long Tony and I've been married, we're coming up on 22 years. Mm-hmm. So when I say the first decade, I like I'm really meaning the first decade mm-hmm. of our marriage. That I, I honestly, I mean, partly I think we've blocked out our sex life for the first 10 years because it was nothing to write home about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of the reason why one extraordinary marriage exists because those first 10 were so not good. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember ever having morning sex or if we did, it was like some random fluky thing. Did we have morning sex during the 60 days of sex challenge? We had sex all during the day. During the we we, we definitely made that switch during that period. So that's roughly about 10 years ago now. That is 10. We're, we're literally in the season. Oh, that's season, right. We are in that. In yes. that two-month window where 10 years ago we were having sex 40 out of 60 days. Right. Okay. So we had we, then we had to because... because you, you we were can't. we were trying to make it work wherever we could. Yep. Right. Okay. So so again, I don't know where you are in your marriage. I mean, I know when I talk to a lot of couples, you know, when I'm doing coaching calls and things like that, it's very routine to have sex at night when you both are completely wiped out, exhausted, and, and doing some research for this show. I came across this online article that, you know, was talking about the days of the week that couples typically have sex and, mm-hmm. and the most, the most popular day for a couple to have sex is Saturday followed by Sunday and then Friday. And I would, I would think Saturday would be about right because you have the full week ahead. It's just like, ah, oh, we have a breather and we don't have anything going on the next day. Most likely, you know, if you're going to church the next, the next day, I mean, at least and I were 10 AMers. So even if we were to stay up late we could still sleep in on a, on a Sunday morning, make it to church without any issue whatsoever. Sunday, I could see that as well. You know, afternoon, no big deal. Monday roll, Friday. Yeah. So the start of the weekend. Yeah. Date, I mean, you know, I totally see these. Typically Friday, Saturday. It, the interesting thing about the study was that in beyond going beyond just what days of the week are really popular, okay. it had this statistic wrapped around time of day. And it said 25% of the, the study, most aroused first thing in the morning. So a which quarter we, of people. Right. Which, and we did a show recently about uh, the male erection first thing in the morning and guys being aroused right there in that morning time period. So that all, that all goes in hand in hand. So while 25% are most aroused in the morning, only 10% are making love at that point in time. So we got a 15% gap. We got a 15% gap. And that gap... That's what we need to talk about because here's the thing. There are, there are a lot of advantages for couples to have sex in the morning and, and not to discount the challenges because we know mm-hmm. that anytime we, we talk about a new tool, we need to address both the advantages and the challenges because we want to help you overcome the challenges and really focus in on the advantages. Well, I can already, I can already hear it because this is, I know for us, school age kids, the biggest disadvantage, I think, you know, challenges would be we got to get up, we got to get moving, we got to get the kids going, we got to get them out 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 the door. For those of us who are working, same thing. Hey, I need to get up, I got to get moving, I got to get get to work. But those are the challenges. Let's talk about the advantages. I, I like talking about the advantages first because yes. I want to get you all thinking about why we'd want to do this right? Why this could be a valuable resource in our marriage? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing, you've got to be able to see the why it's going to work so that you can counteract all of the objections, all of the challenges, right? And, and that goes for anything, like whether we're talking about morning sex or anything that you're suggesting to your spouse or that you're like, be able to think through both sides and be able to put more solutions into place, mm-hmm. more advantages into place so that you don't get so hung up on the challenges. So, you know, the reality is, is that 
and this, I don't know if this is true for guys. You can, you can chime in here, but I know as a woman and I know with the women that I coach with, like by the time we get to the end of the day, our mind is like, like on overdrive thinking about all the things that are still on the to-do list Mm -hmm. and all of the things that like we didn't get done. Right. So for me having sex in the morning, like my brain hasn't fully kicked in yet. Mm -hmm. And so I don't have that like, Oh shoot. Oh shoot. Like I, I still need to, I still need to sign that paper for school. And I didn't, you know, finish sending an email and, and all of these other things. And Tony's like, Hey, can, can you come here? I don't have that in the morning. Is that, yeah, does that I happen mean, for guys? For me too. I mean, I, I tend to just wake up in the morning. I'm like, all right, let me get to the bathroom. And if we come back together and have sex in the morning, there's not much on my brain at all mm-hmm. either. I mean, I tend to find myself waking up and, and in, in prayer and in praise. And then if we have morning sex, we're, we're right there. If we don't, obviously the day, the day hits us and, and we're going, but I, I'm with you on that as well. And, and you know, that actually goes into to the next advantage is that, you know, here, if you're having morning sex, you actually have the rest of the day to do whatever is on the to-do list, mm-hmm. right? It's not like you're at nine o'clock at night and you're like, I still have three hours worth of work. And if, if I, inter- you know, if I, if we interrupted that, like I got to do this stuff for, you know, a half hour, you know, 45 minute rendezvous, then that's going to push me past midnight. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas opposed to if, if we're doing something at, you know, if we're making love at six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning, then I still have a good 12 hours to get down everything that I have to get done. It's a, it's a mindset shift. Well, and you could do that. Like Elisa said in that study, Hey, it can still be done on a Saturday or Sunday morning. If that, if those are days at work for you. So not saying you have to do it the Monday through Friday, cause that may be a little more stressful for you. You can still add it on that Saturday or Sunday. Another big one, I think for Elisa and I is we're not fatigued. We're, we're just not run down by the end of, by the end of the day. This happened last night. We were, we were planning on having sex and no kidding. Both of us were just sort of done. We talked about having sex, but had run around, been doing stuff. By the time we got to bed, started reading, it was lights out, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think for, for us, that's a big one. That fatigue issue, being able to have morning sex, being able to, to be fully present and awake with each other. That, that's a, that's a bonus. Absolutely. And you know, for those of you that have uh, young kids, and I hear this from a lot of moms with little kids where the end of the day comes and she's literally worn out from being touched all day long. This was actually, um, there was a couple at the one conference and the wife is a teacher mm-hmm. of young kids. And so it's same kind of idea. So you may not be a mom, you may be a teacher where, you know, all day long, somebody is, is needing your attention and touching you and, and doing all this kind of stuff. And so you get to the end of the day and your spouse is like, Hey baby. And you're like, yeah, I've been touched all day. I'm good. So if you start the day with touching your spouse, right, giving that first touch to one another, then you don't get to the end of the day going, ah, right now, really, you want to touch me? You just, because you're giving that first touch to one another and you're really engaging there. You're also not worn out from all the decisions that you make all day. Yeah, because it's like we we shared earlier, you know, you're waking up, there's, you're almost at a blank slate Mm -hmm. starting that day. So you're not, you're not fatigued by the decision making that you had to make. The decision is that I am going to be fully present with my spouse Mm -hmm. and be in this moment with them. Absolutely. And decision fatigue is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like Google it if you, if you don't believe me. I, I'm hoping that you'll just believe me and you can just Google it to learn more. But we get we get this into this place where having to make one more decision. Are we going to make love tonight? Like what position are we going to get into? You know, do I need lubricant? Like all of these things that at the end of the day when you've made a million decisions, you're like, I just can't make one more decision. When you start making those decisions at the beginning of the day and you're like, do I need the lubricant? The answer is yes. Just 
guys, just as a side note, always have lubricant close by. Yeah. Right. Can I, can I just encourage you? I mean, we were, we were actually having dinner with some friends last night and they're getting married and, and, uh, yeah, we're joking about it. Cause anytime Tony and I are at a dinner, you know, sex comes up and, and I just looked at the bride to be, and I said, look, here's the deal. Like if I can give you one piece of advice for your wedding night, just have lubricant. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's all you need. I mean, I don't say that's all you need, but it will make everything go easier. Literally. It'll so, just be smooth. Frictionless frictionless. That's all I have to say, yes. you know? And so, so have the loop, have what you need. Don't, don't put yourself in a position where you don't have to make all those decisions. You can just like roll over and go. Mm-hmm. And, and lastly, another advantage is, um, a great way to show that you are initiating for morning sex is take a shower before you head to bed. You're, you're showered. You're ready to go. That means tomorrow morning it's, it's game on. There's excitement about that. Um, I know Elisa has done this numerous times and sometimes it can be a little tough to even get to sleep knowing in anticipation. And yet that's sort of the fun part too is like, wow, this is going to be fun. Let's just have this really fun night. And I notice in those, those nights myself, there's a lot more cuddling. There's a lot more touching. There's a lot more petting. It's just sort of like there's a longer buildup, which I personally enjoy there's that romance that's happening even subconsciously even while we're sleeping there's this romancing going on of us touching and petting and feeling one another and i would also add to that that if you're going to go and take a shower come to bed naked or you know even if it's one of those things where your shoulders get cold like elisa put a shirt on and then go no panties guys just come to bed naked mm-hmm. absolutely and you know, so as we're talking about these advantages we would be remiss if we didn't mention the challenges yeah, and Tony mentioned a big one at the beginning, and that was, you know, in the morning, especially, you know, during the work week or during the school week, it's getting everybody out the door, right? And so it may be actually be a shorter window if you're, you know, trying to be intimate during the week. And so with that means we need to be discussing the quickie. Mm-hmm. Are we okay with that? And this is, again, one of those conversations that needs to be discussed prior to your sexual intimacy or your morning sex as a, as an overall overarching conversation is our quickies. Okay. So for instance, this morning, Elisa and I, even though we were supposed to have sex, we were, we were thinking we were going to have sex last night. She came to bed. We did a lot of touching. We began to, we were waking up and we were going to have morning sex. It was, and, I mean, guys, this is how real life this is. And, and so we were talking and, and she said something like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to be rolling to prayer. So if you want to, let's just have a quickie. And I, and I, and I shared in that moment, I was like, you know what, honey, I, I don't want this to be a quickie. I want this to be a, a longer lovemaking session for us. So let's, let's hold off and let's come back to this and discuss. And I just want to be real clear in that moment, there was no rejection. No. It was all just like, what's our plan going to be? Mm-hmm. That was it. Was all planning because we have already discussed quickies and and don't get me don't get us wrong. Last week we had morning sex and it was a quickie. Mm-hmm. It was the we're going to give you some action steps of how we do it, but it was just the we're going to have sex this morning. Cool, it's a quickie because we got to move on to that next thing and we got to get up and we got to get our day started. Absolutely. Another challenge is the fact that sometimes uh, many of you, not sometimes, but many of you wake up at different times. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got morning birds and or morning night. birds. <laughs> I was thinking night, <laughs> early birds and night owls. There we go. So, yeah, and well, in, in just different schedules. I mean, right? maybe, maybe one of you needs to get up at, you know, 4.30 AM because you got to be on the road by 5.15. So you have to be, be traffic where the other spouse is totally okay sleeping until seven because, you know, 
getting the kids to school or you work out of the home. So it's, it's different things. So that, that can be a challenge. And yet they're still Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. or whatever day you are off. We're just using that Saturday and Sunday for because that's where most people lie with taking t- time off. But if your day off is Tuesday and Wednesday, then take advantage on Tuesday and Wednesday, whatever that may be for you guys. It's also who's initiating and how. Right. Because mm-hmm. when you're waking up and having morning sex, you don't have that like all day long. I'm planting the seed. I'm sending you a text. We're making eyes at each other. And so you actually have to start initiating. And Tony alluded to this a couple minutes ago. But the initiating actually starts the night before. Mm-hmm. Right. And so so don't let that be, you know, if you guys are doing the intimacy lifestyle and you're like, these are my days to initiate. And, and you're like, well, how do I do this? Well, your day actually starts, you know eight, 10, 12 hours before, mm-hmm. if that's the day you're going to initiate. And, and that ties into romance too. Cause it's not just how are you initiating. How are you romancing from morning sex to be an option in your marriage? Right? Because if you're just rolling over all the time and like, Hey, let's have sex. Um, that's going to get old. I'm just like, there are days when it works, but it's going to get old. So, so the romance still has to be a, a component in your marriage, mm-hmm. right? It's not just like, baby, let's do this. And that could go either way. Some easy ways to do it. Again, take a shower. Mm -hmm. Make sure you have maybe your sex towel out. Make sure you have your lubes out. Um, Make sure maybe even sharing with your spouse if you have a sound and sleep machine or some sort of noisemaker, knowing that... Because I know even for us, like sometimes that sound and sleep machine during the night can sort of bother us and wakes us up. So we'll turn it off. But in the morning when one of us gets up because it's on my side of the bed, typically it's me, I'll just turn that thing on. Mm -hmm. And that's like that sign of like, hey, I'm initiating. Um, You know, things of that nature can be used. There's one other challenge that I really feel like we need to address. And that's, there are a lot of you for whom there needs to be a mindset shift as far as what does it mean to have sex in the daytime Mm -hmm. when the two of you can actually see each other's bodies? Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. And this was something, I mean, for us, this actually goes all the way back to the very beginning of One Extraordinary Marriage when a listener had um, sent a message into us and she's like, do you guys ever have sex with your eyes open? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I remember that because I, I remember thinking, I can't remember that we've ever had sex with our eyes open. And it directly ties into daytime sex, mm-hmm. right? Morning sex, because your room is going to be lighter, right? You're, you're not hiding under the cover of darkness, you're actually choosing to step into a very vulnerable place with your spouse Mm -hmm. to see your body. And, and, and what I would say to that is, you know what, do what you need to do to be loving of who you are and how you look. Right. You know, if that's exercise, if that's eating right, if that's just looking in the mirror and telling yourself, you know what, I look good. Mm -hmm. Own it because that confidence translates into the bedroom. And, 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 you know, if this is an area where you struggle, because you're like, I just don't want my spouse to see me in the daytime then this is an area that, you know, this may be a coaching area. This may be something that you need to dig into because here's the thing, your spouse loves you mm-hmm. and they love yes. your body. And, and being able to see you at different times of the day naked is a really amazing, amazing thing. You know, and so as we talk about these challenges and, and the advantages, we definitely want to go through into, you know, how do you make this plan? And we'll be talking about that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. 
I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We're back. So what's that plan, right? How do you make morning sex that valuable resource and make it easier to accomplish? You know, it's thinking we have to have a plan. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are already running the intimacy lifestyle, this is one of those areas where you can begin to discuss it because you know if you're initiating on Sunday, Monday, or a Tuesday, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, whatever day it is, this is the next step of going, hey, honey, let's start introducing morning sex. And in this next, this next cycle, this next week of our intimacy lifestyle, I want to make sure that we introduce this and this is how we're going to do it or how let's discuss together. How does that look mm -hmm. for us? And like we said a little bit earlier in the show, you know what, if, if the freshly showered thing matters for you, shower the night before. Let, yeah. me, let me tell you something. I mean, like nothing's going to happen while you're sleeping. Yeah. The eight hours you're sleeping there, there's not that much going down. Absolutely. So, you know, for some, like for me, you know, I, I do like to shower the night before, but I also like clockwork have to go to the bathroom. I have to pee first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. And so if you have to pee, just get up and pee and then come back to bed. So here's the key here, and we've shared this many a times before, and this is something that Elise and I still subscribe to, do not have electronics in your room. Mm. Do not have your phone in your room. Do not have a TV in your room. Get those things out because what ends up happening is you get up and the next thing you're going to do is you're going to pick up your phone and I'm going to tell you it's going to derail you and you're wondering why morning sex isn't happening. It's going to happen. So let's make sure we get those items out of our room so we can be intentional and take action mm -hmm. in the area of morning sex and be in the moment with our spouse. Because once you pick it up, it's good night and most likely it's not happening. And most likely you're going to have a spouse, either a husband or wife who feels rejected, dejected, and they're frustrated now. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, oh, hold on one more thing. Oh, hold on one more thing. Before you know it, 30 minutes has gone by. And you've wasted what could have been an amazing time together. Another thing is, hey, you wake up in the morning and you're like, I got some bad breath. Got it. Again, this is one of those things. If if that's you, maybe a, a mint beside your bed, if, if that's cool. If it's one of those things where you do need to get up and pee like Elisa does, you can brush your teeth right there. Just get back to bed. Don't, I mean, don't make this whole thing like it's a big ordeal about it. Just up, go, go back to bed. Absolutely. You know, so we've addressed the electronics. We've addressed, you know, if you got to pee in the morning, we've got addressed, you know, bad breath. I, I want to bring in and just remind you again, the lubricants, right? In the mm -hmm. morning, ladies, you may not have the desired level of, uh, oh my gosh, why did I just... Desired level of what? 
Uh, arousal arousal yes thank you i'm like the desire level of arousal so your body may not pr- be producing natural lubricants that early in the morning and so husbands knowing this as you are beginning to to understand her cycle and where she is and and maybe she does it's going to take longer and this you guys have d- agreed that this is going to be a quickie it's okay you don't need to be like on her using a vibrator for 30 minutes to hopefully get her wet and d- no Go get some sensation oil. Go get some some lube that works for you guys. If you guys want to check out what we've used and have used and recommend, go to our Amazon shop and you can check that out, oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon shop. Use it. Mm-hmm. Put a couple of drops on your fingers, maybe on her vagina. Go for it. I find that in that moment, I'm already ready to go. It's not much, We like I said, in a earlier in the show, we, we did a whole show about guys being aroused first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. You guys are ready to go. Just go for it. Enjoy that time together. Absolutely. And, you know, as we're talking about the morning, some of you are going to have to do some logist, have some logistical conversations, whether mm-hmm. it's kids or work or what that looks like. And, and so, you know, this is where every time we talk about sex, right, we want you guys to be getting into this conversation. What does it look like? What days can are, can we have morning sex? Mm-hmm. Right. If, if the schedules are too crazy in the morning during the work week, then then what does it look like on the weekend? And if we have littles, can, you know, do we set the alarm clock just to be able to do this before they wake up? Right. Or, you know, do it in a hotel when you're like on vacation without the kids because, you know what, we can try it there. I mean, it's looking at this and saying, you know what, we're a, a, a married couple. We can talk about our sex lives. Right? If you get nothing else out of this show, I, I want to empower you to say, you know what? As husband and wife, we can talk about these things. We can sit down on the couch and have a conversation. We can, we can talk about this on a walk and talk because it's all about, it's all about creating this shift. So many married couples actually believe that they should not be talking about their sex life. Right? I mean, it, it's just, it's out there. We know because people are like, my goodness, you guys talk about sex a lot. And the reason why, the reason why we do topics like morning sex, the reason why we say, you know what, have the conversation, how this is going to work with your schedule, with your kids, with lubrication, with morning breath, with I've got to pee, you know, and I got to have the towel around me. Yeah. And one other thing that as we're, as we're going down that list that I just thought of is if you have a lock on your door and your door is unlocked through the night because you've just decided, Hey, you know what? Kids may come in or whatever. Make sure as you get up to go pee and make your way back to the bed, just lock it. Mm Mm-hmm done that many a times, just, just a nice little lock click or make sure it's locked the night prior, just so you feel comfortable and knowing that in the event, a little one does choose to knock on your door. They're not walking in on you while you're naked or making love. Uh, Just from personal experience, it's much better for them to knock on the door. We've we've had lots of knocks on the door. Oh, we have. Yeah. Have a robe, have something beside you to just Hold on, honey. Hold on. You know, they don't know what you're doing. They just know it may take a little extra time to get to the door. But again, all of this, everything that we're wrapping into this conversation about morning sex is because you were designed, your marriage was designed to be this place of healthy sexuality. That's right. And and part of that is saying, you know what? We don't have to do it in the same way at the same time in the dark. It's saying, what does it look like? What, what different dynamic can we bring to our marriage if we have sex at a different time of the day? And you can throw in a different position 
as well. It doesn't need to be missionary. You can throw in a different position, even with a quickie. And if you're looking to check out new positions each and every month, hey, partner with us at Position of the Month Club. Mm -hmm. We'd love to have you there. I mean, we have partner levels as low as $2 a month, and you get a new position post each and every month. So go to positionofthemonthclub.com, check it out. We'd love to have you be partner with us. And you know, just in closing, that may be the thing that helps you to say, what does this look like? Right? Maybe we're just going to try different things and we're going we're gonna to use that morning time to be it because we're mm-hmm. not going to be overwhelmed with all the thoughts of the day. We're just going to be able to step into this place to say, like I said at the beginning of the show, morning is a great start to a new day. It is. Make it a, morning is a new start to the day. Make it a great one. Well, I will tell you, having morning sex is a great way to start your day. It's a great way to have that connection between the two of you. It's a great way to say, you know what? We're a team and we're taking on this day together. Yeah, it, it, it truly is, you guys. And make it happen. That's, that's, that's the biggest thing. Let's make morning sex part of your repertoire. Doesn't have to happen every week, every day. It could be something that happens maybe every other week, maybe even once a month. And yet it's one of those times that you guys get to connect. Everything is off your plate. You guys are fully in the moment, be it a quickie or maybe even it's something longer. It's on a Saturday or Sunday or a day off where you have much more time. The key is, is that you guys come together, figure out your plan, what works for you, what's initiating look like for each of you. How do we do this so that we get the joy We get the joy out of making love with each other in the morning. We love you guys. We're excited to hear about your morning sex and what's it doing in your marriage. So don't forget to hit us up. You can hit us up at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We love hearing your hugs. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.